Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith Parrish here once again with my buddies through the miracle of computer phone i'm here with chuck anderson now oh i think this uh the skype the zoom kind of cut you off couldn't it handle like, it was like maria callus guttural nature yeah hey, now. oh that's actually what you sounded like okay he went um, full yeah. toshiro mafune apologies to the computer phone and also here with john burr whose voice you just heard john kudos gentlemen Kudos to you. Should we start off with actually a croissant questionnaire? Sure. Sure. Uh, kudos to you, John. And again, I haven't spoken to that many other Grizzlies fans yet. I don't know if everyone knows about it. Don't I still care. don't know. Is it just us? But who cares? But go it's ahead. It's a we lifestyle get, brand. We got for a question me. from Harrison. Harrison Fagin. Harrison Fagin asks I am now <laughs> so addicted to saying kudos to you because of this podcast that my wife is annoyed with me saying it to her every time she tells me about a work accomplishment or something she did around the house. Is the podcast liable for my future alimony payments? I'm not going to make any assumptions that you'll be paying alimony to her. (laughs) (laughs) My understanding is you're a basketball blogger, Harrison. Yeah. Um, That's not how alimony works. Chuck, you know about alimony. What's what's the answer for Harrison? Uh, I don't pay alimony because she made more money than me. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Stick Boom. to podcasting, Harrison. Won't pay any alimony. Yeah. It'll be good. So Just, my, uh, continue. My, my partner and I are in like a pretty titanic second Rocky movie back and forth battle over who makes more money. Yeah. It's really the only thing that matters in my you life. You also, for legal reasons, <laughs> never, hardly ever refer to her as your partner or your right, right. wife. You say you throw out girlfriend a lot. It's yes, like you're a I just more don't than girlfriend. I think right. at this point, sixteen years of indentured servitude to this woman. Right. Mm. Um, speaking of getting divorced, um, <laughs> kudos so to it you. A, it was a it, yeah. Kudos, kudos to you. It was uh, 
<laughs> it was a great Monday. I mean, was it not a great Monday? Maybe not for maybe not for Chuck as much, but it was a it was a, it was a great Monday. I mean, maybe yes. Martin Luther King holiday should be a little bit more reverent and about remembrance and reflection on our society and our shortcomings but it's also just like hanging out at home not working and watching basketball for me and it was it was going all day and i was having just a great time and like i was i was playing with legos i'm watching all these games like my my my, my, this is just this is just heaven and for me salacious this is the whale i was like all right i need something to eat for lunch oh look there's these there's these uh, i forgot there's some shrimp in the freezer and so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have some boiled shrimp for lunch because I, you know, I like boiled shrimp. You know what I, I you know, I boil them in. What's uh, happening? So you boil them in beer or vinegar. Uh-huh. I'm like, well, I guess I'm drinking beer at lunch. This is amazing. What a great day. Wow. And um, anyways, I'm also excited because obviously the Grizzlies win by a hundred. They, uh-huh. they, they, everything was a just vile team. Beautifully joyous Grizzlies win. My son has started taking uh, just not a total interest, but like he's starting to be aware. Even the five-year-old, she's aware of stuff. I'm like, hey, the Grizzlies won again. And he goes, 10 straight. And I'm like, oh my God, yes. What? He <laughs> said 10 straight. What? You know, and so and so then getting back to the divorce thing. Um, yes. I I say to my son, I'm like, yeah, they've won 10 games in a row. Do you know how many times in my lifetime the Grizzlies have won 10 games in a row? And he's like, I don't know, 20? And my wife pipes up, he's not going to tell you approximately, he's going to tell you exactly. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, yeah, I do. It's two. The answer is two. (laughs) She's like, a lot of dads would have just said it hasn't happened often. Your dad knows the number. And I was like, no, is this a problem? Venomous. Is that a problem that I have. Venomous. And he also has forgotten our anniversary three That's years right. in a row. He, I, <laughs> I shout was, out to uh, podcast memories of showing up at Keith's house, having just realized I forgot my partner's birthday. Oh yes. Oh, I, I remember too. that game. Yeah. That was where amazing. I had to. I had to bring you places to go buy Think gifts. You took me to TJ Maxx. <laughs> yeah. TJ Maxx. We, we 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 were like, I was like, all right, Chuck, we got to go to the place. That seems like I shopped at multiple places. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I purchased nothing. And that was the first time I, also I, went, that, yeah. I, I went somewhere with Burr, and it felt like people thought we were dating. No, oh, like, oh sure. look what a wonderful couple. It's a they phenomenon look- any man experiences with me. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Not to stereotype John, but other other people do stereotype John. Sometimes based on the 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 number of ju- the amount of jewelry, brooches, fancy and blouses, fancy ways. Um, He's a yeah. fancy man. Uh, no, also kudos to me. Um, and knowing absurd Grizzly stats, I'm rewatching the Grizzlies game on the local broadcast because I watched it on the national bo- broadcast. And I'm just I want to I want to just immerse myself in the joy. And Brevin um, losing his mind. I hear I hear Pete and Brevin be like, "This is Jaron's 21st career game with five or more blocks," and I'm like, "Which means he's past Mark Gasol for second. Oh, and then they no. say he's past Mark Gasol for second, and I'm just like, kudos to me." Nailed it. <laughs> Got those things on automatic recall. Love Anyways, it. Um, if if the if kudos to you, kudos to me had existed when we started the podcast, this podcast would be called Kudos to Me. Yeah. <laughs> Might as we well. spared all these damn breakfast puns. Yeah, I'm out of breakfast puns. <laughs> I mean, if the take foul had existed back then, we just would have named it the take foul. 
And yeah. it would have been yeah. the uh, <laughs> just would, it just would have been another basketball themed basketball show. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of breakfast and our mandatory theme of uh, that we chose, our arbitrary title of Fast Break Breakfast. What? Well, breakfast I was gonna Game of Scones your five block business. What? Oh, what? Well, you got to introduce it better than that. What's that song? Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. A game of scones awkwardly thrust in front of our breakfast. John, what do you got? Indeed. Um, let's do we'll give you guys three strikes. Let's do the top ten NBA players with the most five block games. Ever? Yeah. Great. Okay. I might be all right with this. I might be all right at this. Um, I'm guessing there's going to be a ton of dudes from the 80s and 90s. I'll say this. There was only two names on this list that uh, blew my mind. Um, Okay. uh, And one of them we'll get to um, because it elicits very bad memories just hearing the name. But um, uh, Chuck, do you want to go first? I'm going to go with uh, Dikembe Mutombo. For a... Well, you're, yes, that's correct. Uh, okay. Where did you think he was going to rank? Like top five. Yes, correct. He's, very, he's second. I was, I was certain yeah. he was first, and I was wrong. So I was very okay. surprised. Uh, Keith, go, that's one. I'm going to go with Mark Eaton. Number three, well done. Back to you, Chuck. See, uh, Game Hakeem of Scones the, designed to make you guys look good. Eh? Yes. Mm-hmm. Hakeem the Dream, Elijah Wan. That's number one. That surprised yes. me. Yes, that surprised uh, me. I don't think so. He 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 is on the trophy for defensive player of the year. I know, but like for some yeah. reason he got so many steals that I <laughs> the always hot points him. We, as we now call it. Yes, Akeem Olajuwon, defensive player of the year. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Keith, your turn. Um, I'm gonna go with I'll go with Ben Wallace. Ooh, our first strike. Oh, no. Although it's just barely outside the top 10. I think he's 12th. All right. Man, we um, are, this is some fearful syner- synergy that Keith and I had. This We did not discuss this, by the way. No. This was, okay. He, Keith did the top five, the, the five blocks thing, and I was already ready to do this. I love he it. was actually 15th, it looks like. Yeah, embarrassing for me. Um, Well, you have an obsession with. Um, I do love Ben Like Wallace. players like. I was thinking Dave was a player of the year. And then yeah. I'm like, I, well, you, uh, you really like you. players yeah. who like Ben Wallace and, and like also players who are like super overrated, like Ben Wallace, who like a lot of <laughs> yeah. BS and yeah. statistical not Dylan Burks. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah. Chuck. <clears throat> All right. Um, this feels like this feels like a, a reach, but what about Patrick Ewing? Absolutely. Okay. Maybe, maybe the most underrated player now. Yeah. Uh, sixth all time. What about? I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'll, I'll go Dwight Howard. I'll, I'll stick with Dwight Howard. Mm. Dwight Howard is 18th, so two strikes. Oh, I'm, I'm being awful. Um, what about David Robinson? Oh, that's a good absolutely one. four. Yeah, I wish I would have yeah. thought of that one. Come on, Keith. I thought uh, we you guys I'll were gonna go get the top ten for sure. Of David Robinson, Tim Duncan. Ooh. Oh, no. That I, I already out. I had a choice, Counting. and I I went with Duncan. I went with Robinson over Duncan. Yeah, he's twelfth. Keith, you have struck. I've struck out ah! hor- horribly, quickly. 
The others are Manute Bull. Oh, yeah. Okay. You should have just gone with, with Genetic Freaks. Sean that makes, Bradley. That makes okay. a lot of sense. That makes so, sense. Chuck, that was so my next one. That was my next one. Marcus Camby, and the most shocking one is Theo Ratliff. Oh, oh yeah. wow. My okay. brain was also blown out of my head when Benoit Benjamin was on the list. Uh, what? Not only because it's Roll Tide wow. Benoit Benjamin, but also because it uh, makes me think of Chris Benoit, which always freaks me out. And also uh, ben- <laughs> Benoit Blanc. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chris, Chris Benoit Blanc. <laughs> is how I'm going to remember that now. <laughs> Have you guys finished that movie? Horrendous. Yeah. Glass I, Glass Onion. I watched I watched an hour and was appalled. I was like, what's really happening bad. with movies now? I, was like, this is I, not, I thought the first I, movie was fun. Yeah, me too. And I'm like, what is this? Is not a, this is something different than a movie. This is so, like, it's like a, <laughs> like a long form sketch. Yeah. <laughs> it was really odd. I loved it. Oh, I felt like yeah, the whole you thing. Get caught, you get caught up in people being excited about things. The whole Marvel movie thing. No, I just did it. I thought it was hilarious that uh, Edward Norton was playing Elon Musk and no one talked about it. No, but like that's it, the whole all thing. They about. It was like a long form that, sketch it? where it's like, oh, hey, I'm okay. this thing. I'm going to keep saying names. I haven't, I haven't been like, on social media this yeah. month and oh, I watched well it last week. Kudos yeah, I, I, I may oh, never kudos to go. You. Yeah, that's I, all people talk about is that. Tips. I'm just done. With, I think I'm done with it. Was that a resolution, uh, Chuck? Yeah, I decided at the beginning that's of the awesome. year to delete social media off my phone. I'll go like on Twitter links. But yeah, but I don't know anything. And I love that movie. I thought it was great. That's, was uh, I took it off my phone, but I'm always at a computer, so it just accomplishes. I nothing. didn't take it off my phone because I use it constantly, but thankfully, Edward Norton's character has made it virtually unusable, and <laughs> I, I, like I have, tr- I have trouble using the just the the iPhone version of, of Twitter now That's is really, really odd, and I'm like, this is making me use it less and less. Thank you. Like I need to lean myself. <laughs> I mean, part of it is like career-wise, I'm using it a lot, and I have to mm-hmm. do stuff. But it's like I do like the fact that I'm checking it less and, and less. Um, and that's great, and I'm never finishing that glass on you. I movie. feel like I've like I'm getting paid alimony from an abusive marriage. Like <laughs> I have this wonderful like freedom, and there's a, a like I have energy to do other things. I've I've read two books this month so far. Life's- that's great. Life's way better. You know what I my resolution is? My resolution yeah. this year is the same as last year. It's to podcast less. That's, that's what's up. That's my, that's actually my Our resolution. Moves. I found that I actually found um, an NBA coach's resolution. It's Taylor Jenkins's resolution. His resolution every season is to never lose. Play Brandon in Clark January. less. It, <laughs> Taylor Jenkins in his career, 39 and 11 in January's. Way. Hey, now. Keep it up, buddy. He was coach of the month last year in January. He's 8-0 in January this year. Kudos to you, Taylor Jenkins. Um, let's do some breakfasts. John, what'd you have for breakfast? Fruit. What kind? <laughs> Pineapples. Multiple. Wow. Like, you... Okay, let's talk. Multiple pineapples. I think I ate one and a half pineapples this morning. Spears? I think I ate one and a half pineapples this morning. Let me tell you why. (laughs) So do you guys think that one, let's call it a tub, one tub (laughs) of the rings of pineapple is equal to one pineapple? Uh, The tubs that come at the grocery store? Yes. No, like a quart container? Correct. The big ones? Like a liter? Yes. Like Like a liter liter of cola of, of pineapple. Do you have a liter of pineapple? Um, no, that's a, that's approximately probably three fourths of one, maybe. 
It's not so a whole I had, one. Let's let's take this to its logical. Uh, I had one and a half quarts of pineapple. Is that okay, you had good a, for your you body? Had, that sounds no. I don't think so. I feel really weird. Uh, yeah. I have a, a lot, lot of, of like energy, but it's the type of energy a little uncomfortable. Yeah, Benoit Blancish. It's that you got that wash fruit fructose fever. Well, I've been up for a really long time, like an absurdly <laughs> long time, because my child uh, doesn't let me sleep any longer. So I just oh, yeah. like sometimes I'm just up from like three doing weird stuff that shouldn't be doing. <laughs> I mean, is pineapple, like pineapple a stimulant in the way that it makes you keep running to the bathroom if you eat <laughs> 1.5 quarts it's, of it? It's yes. hard to sleep when you're pooping yeah. your brains out. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm it, glad does we, seem, I'm it does glad we got seem there. uh it does seem overly acidic. Yeah. On yeah. The back end. How are your gums feeling? I mean, it's probably just in the mouth that's a lot of stuff going on. There is citrus. a bit of a mouth feel. Yeah. But I was I really just wanted candy and I couldn't find any candy. It's and I was like, enough. pineapple yeah. is sweet. Can you I save us from this, it. Chuck? What what's your breakfast? You had a good, uh, you had, you had a good had, breakfast recently? I went to uh Ugly Mugs in okay. East Nashville, Tennessee, sure. got a cup of coffee with a friend. They had a uh, a cheddar bacon scone. Oh, and okay. I I uh, I bought it because I figured it would I could write off the coffee then. And now uh, it is it was a fantastic had like kind of uh, poppy seeds in it too. So it was a savory scone. The bacon, I think, when you make a scone and you put meat into it or, or biscuit or anything, you can't have the meat extra crispy. You have to have, there's got to be some, t I like my bacon crispy usually, but in a scone, I want a little, I want a little texture. I don't want to be biting down into crunchy parts in the scone. So this was a perfect cheddar bacon scone. Um, so shout out ugly mugs. That was a, it, was it, that was a fresh one. Was it moist enough? I mean, I feel like the scone, you're always running so that line of they're always dry. That's what I think the, I think the, the bacon, the kind of fatty nature of the bacon hadn't been cooked to hell it kind of led to a little bit of fluffiness in the middle. The outside of the scone was, was like a biscuit. It was a little, a little crunchy, yeah. but it was fantastic. In That's the middle. You yeah. said also that you bought the scone so you could write off the coffee. Are we talking about mm -hmm. like business expenses for no, if, if anything, you mentioned it on the show? Any then... sort of, I, I talked to my accountant. I can write off one breakfast a, a week for so the now, show or just for, for this life? show. For the show, I love that. Here's here's what I'm. That's pretty why sure... I'm continuing to podcast for the tax here's, break. Here's what I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's not because I like you guys. Yeah, no. It's because uh, I get have, to. We have all um, been resolved <laughs> that we want to podcast less, uh, particularly together. But the <laughs> the one thing I'm pretty sure about is anything I put on the shelves behind me, tax write off. Tax write off. So anything I want to buy, as long as I put it on the shelves that people can see on YouTube, it's part of the podcast studio. It, it's that, that tax write off. There's no way the IRS can dispute this. This mid-century modern lamp. I did the same thing with that. That's the reason, Chuck. You put your entire home on <laughs> uh, behind you. This Every is possession. not my podcast studio. It's podcast and... studio decorations. Uh huh. 100%. I think we found an incredible loophole. This yeah. is awesome. Mm -hmm. I just got to now train my child to do Instagram for me. He's he's, <laughs> he's eight. When will he learn? Um, my so breakfast uh, was not spectacular. Well, actually, technically it was. Okay. I had 
I had just Cinnamon Toast Crunch dry out of the box. Hell yeah. Not the Cinefuego Toast Crunch, as Trey Kirby talked about on the previous episode. Just regular, classic Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's so good. Um, keep up the good work, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Anyways, those were our breakfasts after our breakfasts. We move to our breakfast in bed apologies. This is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong on a previous episode. I assume you guys have something that you would like to make right. Um, John, why don't you go first? What's what's your breakfast in bed apology? As usual, I have picked the absolute worst moment in a player's career to turn on him. Um, <laughs> I took a dump on DeMontis, Big Boner Sabonis, last week. Um, and he responded by being named NBA Western Conference Player of the Week, yeah. uh, averaging a triple-double, uh, yeah. leading his team to 4-0 record. I watched two of those games. Uh, looks like an MVP candidate. Is now on the MVP tracker. Yeah. Um, I also watched the Pacers play anybody at guard and look at at least Tyrese Halliburton-esque. Uh, every time I decide to take one side of an argument, uh, it crumbles and switches the other way. Um, he has recorded a franchise record 20 consecutive double-doubles dating back to December 4th. Uh, yeah, the, he has become uh, the first player since Larry Bird to post at least 15 points, 15 rebounds, 15 assists with two blocks and two steals. Yeah. Um, Although Asterisk, John. <laughs> yeah. All stats against the Rockets should not count. No, no, no. Agreed. LeBron, a... LeBron James put up 48, like nine and nine. Right. Yeah, playing the Rockets. Like yeah. but that was that was his fourth triple double of the season. Yeah. And in the same week, he also had a game with 19 points, 15 rebounds, and 16 assists. Sabonis has um, always been awesome at stats. He's done this with yes. a broken thumb. Yeah, you say that cool. they also won yeah. all of these games. No, I'm with you. And uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, the player. second the second I turn on him, he uh, stuffs it in my face. Is probably definitely going to make the All Star team now. No, he's, Certainly he's over going to make the All Star team. Awful selection of Draymond Green. The uh, I'm sorry, and I will make <laughs> com- I will p- uh, provide penance with yet another. What's that song, gentlemen? <gasps> oh, wow. Dinklage, Peter 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 Dinklage, I want to know who uh, the top five are in double doubles this season. Wow. Three strikes and you're out. Uh, so, Keith, top Keith, Chuck, since you won, you can go first. Or actually, Chuck, since you won, let's let Keith go first and try to get it. Is w going first off. better? Because there's more strikeouts for me. Um, um, I'll yeah. go with uh, Nikola Jokic. That's correct. Uh, he is second with 30. Luca. First strike for Chuck. That feels wrong. Luca? That feels wrong. Are we talking specifically No you're rebound just, double doubles? Just double doubles. Okay. Just double doubles. Um I will Lucas, go Lucas seventh. I will go with Joel Embiid. Wrong. Strike. Um Giannis. Correct. Fifth. 25. Um, 
These two are hard. If you guys get them, I'll be very proud of you. I'll go with Tyrese Halliburton. God, no. Man, average is like 12 assists a game. I know. That's weird. Um, Jason Tatum. You guys each have two strikes. Um, These are hard. This is, these are I will hard. say this. One of them just had, if if Sabonis hadn't got player of the week, I think... I think this guy could have had a a could, might have been the second best white white lug in the league <laughs> that week. Um, Finally breaking out. Hmm. I got distracted. Um, I'll go with uh, James Harden. I'm gonna I'm gonna go this assist route until it kills me. It's killing you. That's a third strike. Double, the double. Other, the other answers are Julius Randle and Nikola Vucevic. Oh, that makes Vucci sense. Man? Yes. Vucci Man okay. really shocked me. Uh, Julius did not shock me. You guys didn't have bad guesses. They just didn't have as many as those fellas. Yeah. yeah. Well. I, yeah, I wouldn't have gotten Vucevic in a lot of guesses. My, Chuck, my, that's another one for Chuck. It's, it's hey now, two of uh, them crushing it. My favorite, my favorite King stat that I saw this week is that the Kings are five games or more above 500. It, for the first time since the year 2006. I love Woo! that. I love that. Yeah, they're fourth. Like, in, they're fourth in the West. Fourth. Yeah. So well, like, I was a lot that of that could have been my stuff, apology. A lot of their all star stuff is gonna be that they're fourth in the West. But we also got to acknowledge the record is not spectacular. Or you know, 23 I mean, and 18 it. is like that's solid. 24 okay. and 18. 24. Okay. Um, but like they're they're I don't know. I, I mean, thought they're, they're three games ahead of Dallas. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, but also Dallas is basically five hundred, and it's 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 twenty four and twenty one. It's is just not a, it's just a weird. It's a weird like it's a weird year where these aren't like overwhelming sure. records. Sabonis right. very 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 good, but there's also been where like. I feel like in previous seasons, or if he was on the Pacers again, or like we're talking about like Julius Randle. Like Julius Randle has these incredible stats, and the Knicks are pretty good. It's just I don't know. I don't know. How, it's hard every time to when you get better players around you, well, then all of a sudden it just <laughs> yeah. propels you into like this top ten of the All Star, which maybe is just obviously what it should be, or top ten of the MVP. Right. Um. I like I was I, I was dealing with this John because like w- we did our right. All Stars last week, and I felt like I honestly felt like we went chalk. I didn't think we did anything that controversial outside of maybe a Draymond here, a, a Clay reach there. But basically, I thought eleven of the twelve in each conference were like these are these are obvious. These are what everyone's going to pick. Then after we did our show, I started looking around and seeing like what's Zach Lowe doing, and yeah. I was a little I was a little blown away where he was like uh, Sabonis is my first team All NBA, and I was like what? Like I know the stats are good. Yeah. Okay. But so like, Keith, that's like where I, I get. I said, that's where. That's where I'm like, oh. Like I said, this apology. This apology. It was stats were a big deal, but I think a lot of it. So we watched Sabonis have a get really sunned by Stephen Adams. Yeah, we did. Like I said, I watched two Kings games this week. Yeah. And he was the best player by many orders of magnitude on yeah. the court in both of them, and it was just kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, I was wrong. I was horribly wrong. Do mm. you know what I, I mean? I don't I, feel I, like I saw like in yeah. each of these games, it wasn't just that he was like getting, you know, every rebound. He also was getting every offensive rebound. So I think our Grizz fandom 
might have poisoned us a little bit because we, Stephen Adams has he sons him. Yeah, we, we acknowledge that how it's yeah. hard for us mm. because we see like Larry Markin come into the Grizzlies and the Grizzlies just crush him. You're like, oh, that yes. guy's supposed to be good. But I still I still, and this is maybe just my hesitance to ever admit that I'm wrong. The um I still am like kudos to you. Kudos to me. There's so many kudos. there's so many players <laughs> that, that are pretty close in quality. And my takeaway listening to other people talking about their all-star picks was like I didn't give De'Aaron Fox enough credit. And so then we then you do that thing where like you split the vote between Fox and Sabonis, or I'm splitting the credit I'm assigning to, to each guy. And, and so yeah, I I don't know where to come down. And I, I'm still think Sabonis is like an all NBA guy is is kind of silly. But he's obviously very, very good, and the Kings are having success. And then, by the way, in the same podcast that Zach Lowe did was picking his All-Stars, he was talking about Lowry Markkinen being the starter in the West. And I want to say they were taking him over LeBron James, and that also got me on like a, can we slow down a little bit? Like, I don't hate that. (laughs) Did you just say Lowry Markkinen over LeBron James? Like that. I feel like we might have lost our minds a tad, but again, maybe I'm <laughs> underestimating uh, the, the the barely 500 Utah Jazz. Um, I don't know. I'll it, do. I guess this is just like a we're gonna forget LeBron exists type situation. Yeah, like I mean the Lakers become, are positive. The Lakers are positive when LeBron's on the court, which feels LeBron's like an averaging 30 points a game. And I know he did post 48, <laughs> uh, nine and eight. Although he played the Rockets, so it doesn't it's count. Just math. It's just, just math. math. Um, I'll uh. I'll apologize. Last week we we broke format because we tried to pick the All Stars. Um, apologies to Larry Markin and Ann Demontis Sabonis for being very low on my list relatively. Um, but because of that, we didn't do our regular best and worsts, and we we we, we skipped a, um we skipped Chuck's worst, which was going to be very good. And I just wanted to acknowledge mm-hmm. that uh, Jared Jeffries. I mean, you could pick it up if you want, Chuck. But Jared Jeffries was on the Price Is Right. You want a car. You want a car. They should have like some sort of like barrier to entry for Price is Right. Price is Right is about dreams. It's about sitting at home <laughs> when you're unemployed and watching people win extreme, extremely ridiculous prizes. Right. But then uh, somebody who has made over $50 million in his playing career comes, strolls in. He gets picked because he's huge and looks good on television and might have a little bit of rapport with Drew Carey. And next thing you know, he's winning a car, and I'm still driving a 20-year-old Subaru. Oh, your worst. I So your worst was more of a spread-the-wealth angle. I just think it, there's no reason to put a, a multimillionaire on a I game where he can win the worst tens of thousands of dollars. He was way too tall for the car he won. Also that part. He was just way too, <laughs> he's way too big, man. <laughs> that car didn't fit him. He oh, couldn't so reach. That's, that's why I didn't even the, know what angle you were going with. When he, no, when he when he could spin the wheel, he could reach behind the wheel and pull it all the way down. He could do a full rotation without taking his arm off of the wheel. That's a structural disadvantage <laughs> for all other players. Will his head come out of the sunroof? <laughs> I don't. I don't think it had a sunroof. Unfortunately, mm. he's got to cut his yeah. own. Oh man, Some high um, end eye. What Chuck, uh-huh. what's what is your apology? That you um. So like you you know after feeling like the Grizzlies kind of were a little too high on the horse, <laughs> right? With Josh saying that we're fine in the West. Yeah. And then they got spanked by the Warriors. I was like, these guys needed to get humbled. Well, they didn't need to be humbled. Since saying that we're fine in the West, 
The Grizz are 11 and two, as Keith mentioned earlier, 10 straight. And yeah. I don't think they need to be humble. They need to step into their swagger. They need to own what they what they are. Kudos to them. Kudos uh, to them. And just like realize they have a coach who doesn't lose in January. Realize yeah. they have a player who dunks and destroys human souls. And played, they are played, the, played a lot of pop tarts so far there too. Wasn't which a lot, very nice. This, yeah, there was a, a few easy <laughs> this part of the schedule. It's like, a, yeah. it's like illegal for the other team to have their players when the Grizzlies yeah. play. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and they're I not mean, even you said, good you teams said the either. Pacers aren't missing Halliburton. The Pacers got smoked by thirty with no Halliburton. It felt like they missed him when they played and the Miles Grizzlies. Tur- they didn't yeah. have Miles and Turner. Either. Yeah. Oh, now now Miles Turner is the, st- the straw that stirs the drink. I love it. Yeah. You know yeah, what I learned about that? That game was so beautiful for me because it was like no Miles Turner, no Halliburton. It's Buddy Heald's t- time to shine. Go, buddy. He's terrible. Again. He had He's his terrible. Uh, he had his streak of 55 straight games with a three-pointer snapped against the Grizzlies. I don't understand, and I'm too close to it. I don't – let's check the tape for the past, like, eight and a half years of this show. Have, have there been other teams where, where we were like, that team needs to be humbled? They're having too much no. fun. That is the weirdest I, bah humbug attitude slash feels like racism thing that I, I've I, ever encountered. You're right. I don't understand. Well, thank you for giving me this. Like, what no. is this? They need to be humble thing. I've never heard this before. I in haven't the, got to call like, someone else racist like, in a long time. In the like when the Warriors <laughs> when the Warriors were at their apex, and I know they won the title last year, but when they were in like the first run, I loved it. I thought it was delightful. They're like Steph Curry. Right. He. He turns around when he shoots the basketball and doesn't watch it go in. This is incredible. I don't think I ever once said <laughs> Steph Curry needs to be humbled. He needs like, to. No, you're you're right. And I think more it was just like as a, a fan of the team, I was like, this is how you become the villain. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I don't want people to hate the Grizzlies. I want people to enjoy them like I, I do and like you guys do. And it feels yeah. like you- when you – when you talk lying, dynasty, you know that you hate them. You've told me that you hate them secretly. This is lies. This is cap. I don't know Full what that cap. means. Capski. Good. Caps, um, caps. Captain Jack. Put on your cap. Yes, no, cap. I mean, we can, we can say it in the last week, John Morant had one of the best dunks ever. Ever. And it was against Jakob Pertl. And then the next game. He had another text ever. His quote, <laughs> Miles Turner made a business decision sitting out that his game. Was that Jalen? Yeah, Jalen okay. Smith. His just quote, done. which was uh, subtext. Kudos to me. He said, "That is the one we've been waiting for." <laughs> He's like John the Baptist in the wilderness, who goes before. This is the one we've been waiting for. He said that was the one we've been waiting for. It's time to roll out the the old ad campaign. It's got to be the shoes. Oh hell yeah. That's how uh, the money gets in made. Our, in, our, in our Slack chat, in the Patreon-only Slack chat, was suggesting, was he holding back for marketing reasons? That's he it. waited until the jaw once the came out, Monte World and then he's going to uh, start connecting on so Keith, these dunks. Keith was, Keith was very um, proud of his son for knowing that yeah. the, the Grizzlies had 10 in a row. My son showed me Jaw's shoes. Oh, yeah. That was a moment for me. He's Aww. like, these these shoes are incredible, and I'm like, son, this is this is a moment. We, is that how this, you found out your son is a rollerblader? Yes, he loves to rollerblade. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. Um, I don't either. 
if you want to watch the Grizzlies, hey, you might as well get some season tickets. Call 901-888-HOOP. You better get them. They're going fast. Uh, guarantee your playoff priority. Get the best seats at the best prices with Grizzly season tickets. Again, grizzlies.com or 901-888-HOOP. Also, this Friday night, all right, the Grizzlies play the, the Cavs on Wednesday night. Chance to win 11 straight. That's a great game. I don't know if Donovan Mitchell is going to be healthy. Uh, I believe by rule he's not allowed to play against the Grizzlies since he's a good player. So um, th- they play the Cavs on Wednesday. Then on Friday, if they take care of business against the Cavs on Wednesday, it could be for their franchise record 12th straight win. And we are hosting a watch party. All of that to do to talk about a Grizzlies against Lakers late night game. It's on the West Coast, but we will be at Nobles Beer Hall in Nashville at 9 p.m. It's a little bit of a fast break breakfast listener meetup. We got listeners coming from uh, Indianapolis, from Portland. Um, So if you're anywhere near Nashville, it would be embarrassing for you not to show up and make the short drive uh, if you can do it. So Grizzlies Watch Party this Friday, January 20th, 9 p.m. Nobles Beer Hall will be giving away Lots of Grizzlies prizes. See you there. All right, steak and eggs, best thing. What's the best thing you saw in the last week? John, what's your steak and eggs? So let's just continue because it is the jaw dunk, which I now, what I love about the jaw dunk is it gave me, it's the first not, it's, it's, I think it's officially not a junk, which is what I call those jaw dunks that <laughs> are not real dunks. Like, because right. it's funny when I when my friends asked me immediately, they were like, "Is it was it one of those dunks that isn't really a dunk that Jaw keeps having?" Which is to say, not only right a missed dunk, but where it's just like just barely like Dwight Howard throwing it down dunk. I feel like this is definitively a classic in-game all-timer. No uh, no annotations. No asterisk, no caveats. The one, mm-hmm. the one thing that I feel like we should quantify, that I mm-hmm. need a sports science about, which I'd never thought of that much before, uh, I now want to know what angle or how many degrees below, like if there's a line drawn, an axis that's like the top of his head, and the ball gets cocked back beneath Beneath yes. the level of the head. I know we've seen these cockback dunks before. The prime meridian. I mean, of I mean Gerald Green, like Steve Francis, they would pull it back took really it, far. Took Obviously, it to Waffle House. Yeah. Hassan. So he cocked it back to Waffle House. And, I, I, you know, and I, I, I now need to know, I, I need some formula that tells me, like, one, how far he cocked it back. Like, it was fully loaded. The trebuchet was fully loaded. Um, it was mm-hmm. pulled all the way back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have to add in... Um, I think the height of the defender that's there, like that has to be part of it. I had, for whatever reason, uh, um, a lot of people were my mentions like throw me Russell Westbrook dunks where I'm like, this is, I'm like, this dunk is special. It's unique. And then everyone's like, like, well, check out this Russell Westbrook dunk, which is similar, but way worse. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't understand why he keeps shot. Like Westbrook, one of the greatest ferocious in-game dunkers. I mean, just vicious. vicious. The, yeah. If we're talking about the, the energy generated, yeah, yeah. Uh, those Westbrook dunks, m- more violent. I grant you yes. more violent, but now when we have this, well, what about the cockback angle and, and the taller guy in his face and still Just get more it and the takeoff distance? I don't know. Like mm-hmm. there, there needs to be a formula. I mean, whenever you start thinking of, is this better than so-and-so's dunk? I mean, there, there was the Anthony Edwards dunk that they called it a charge. Oh. It was like- It was a charge. <laughs> um, Gabe Vincent Gabe Vincent held his ground that was a charge Gabe Vincent uh, held, held the line um, <laughs> no 
but it, like it entered that where I'm like, all right, now let's start talking. Let's start comparing. Josh said it was his best ever. I don't know if that's true. Like the one he would have had on Malik Beasley last year. But oh I like this one better. I, I also like the story of this one because I can't believe that teams keep blitzing Jaw because it's like you're just gonna get dunked on now. Well, the Pacers right. just did. They were they, their their defensive game plan was straight out of last year. They they they, they, they didn't really care. I, I don't I don't like, like that game. Yeah, but no, it, it was fair uh, enough. It, it was very very special. Um, Chuck, what's your best thing? My best thing. So last week I I hinted at you guys the Heat were playing the Thunder on TNT. All mm. of Miami's good players, except for Jimmy Butler, were out. Yeah. And it was a spectacle. It was one of my one of the more exciting games. The Heat only won by one, but they won on a free throw. But the the way the game built Nothing more exciting than that. The way the game built <laughs> was to the free throw at the end having the most weight I've ever felt for a three free throw. Miami went 40 for 40 at the free throw line. Against the Thunder. Now, some might say that's Only a lot the of the Thunder throws. can lose like this that. is it. This is an accountant's highlight. This is an accountant's highlight. But the feeling when you watch a game where there's a streak like that, right? Like it builds each made one. Now, didn't, didn't Jimmy hit 23? Yeah, he 23 hates, for 23. He, yeah. 23 for 23. And then that last one where you're like, oh, this is the one who that counts the most. It's the one I he was, was waiting for. I was certain he was going to miss it. I'm like, oh, this is the statistic. I don't know event. why Sports Center's top ten plays weren't all Jimmy Butler free throws. I yes. same, bro. I, I think Pitch I think someone should write keep? a script about this move about this. So, game. This is a uh, this movie is game. One of the greatest games I've ever watched from a perspective of a who cares and also does this ever all, happen? It's never. like one of the Thunder's only losses in the past three weeks, right? The Thunder's they lost by like one or two in the free throw game. Where it the, also fulfills uh, the narrative that you can put any four bums with Jimmy Butler. Yeah. You can put Haywood <laughs> Highsmith out there for twenty-five minutes, and oh, you'll be just Orlando fine. Robinson. I can't think in Haywood Highsmith and Orlando Robinson are ABA players. Right. right, those are ABA names. Well, like I love Orlando Robinson, and I don't mean the current Heat player. I'm talking about the version of Duncan Robinson from the bubble in Orlando. Oh. <laughs> That's my favorite, Orlando Robinson. I know you're not supposed to talk fantasy basketball on the show, but I was I was playing a guy who had Jimmy Butler, and at one point in the week, his team was like 68 for 69 from the foul line. I'm like, that's not that's not fair. In a categories fantasy basketball league. Can I tell you that to complete my heel turn on the once vaunted second favorite team for me, Miami Heat, all I wanted was for Dwayne Dedman to get in there and get fouled. And miss <laughs> we almost throw. we should have done an emergency Dwayne Dedman podcast after he got <laughs> when ejected. He threw the massage gun out there. He, he was out here cursing out Karam Butler on the sideline. He was sent to the bench and then like fist pumps a massage gun onto the court to get ejected. Like I thought that's... we had our second Buffalo Bills sex toy on the field. Moment. <laughs> like then if a... there is a way the for me, gun, John, yes, yeah, the, if there's a way for me to to leave a job better than that. Also, se- you don't another think Chuck's use that on a why on won't a they? Why won't they? Is he trying to get fired and they won't do it? Is this a? I I don't know. Me. Part of me, part of me feels like it In was my like misery. He was trying to pull the like <laughs> the Jimmy Butler anymore. last year. He was trying yeah. like yeah, I remember he, that. Jimmy fought with Spo, and then they went Spoh's on a little. Was like I'm not going to fight you. Yeah, he's like yeah, I'm not fighting you, giant human. Yeah, yeah. it was it was tremendous. I don't know. We should have had a whole podcast about that. Here's, I think it would have been great. Here's my best thing. We um. 
we talked about, we've already talked about this, but I, I have to, I have to acknowledge this. And there is context for these stats I'm about to say, but how do we not acknowledge the, the low point for the Minnesota Timberwolves and the low point of the go bear trade? I thought we were where, going to acknowledge that. Where Gobert has two points in one rebound and Walker Kessler goes 20-20 with two blocks mm. and the Jazz win and the Jazz move ahead of the Timberwolves in the standings no. again. Yeah, Gobert left with the sore groin, which, by the way, we are not doctors. <laughs> I'm certain of that. I feel pretty confident there's times where I know where a guy should not play and he does. And I, I'm so right. confused about it. We see this in football all the time. We see it in basketball. It's like, Hey, uh, uh, Devin Booker's questionable with a, with a sore groin. He's going to play on Christmas. You're like you probably shouldn't. Uh, and then it's like, Oh, he's now out <laughs> for two months. And then you see these guys like, Oh, this guy's got a sore hamstring. He's going to play through it. Like you shouldn't play through a sore hamstring. Like he's going to get hurt again. And it happens constantly. And now this is the same thing with Rudy Gobert. He was questionable going into the game with the sore groin. You're like, hey, probably shouldn't play, man. Just get healthy. These soft, he was up for it. These soft this tissue. Was, oh, it's a revenge game. He's yeah. got to put the jazz in their place or something. Well, this mean, was, this was, he wanted that bowl, 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 bowl moment. Oh, bowl, did you hear <laughs> Nikola Jokic says, he says if bowl, bowl dunks on me again, I'm going to F him. <laughs> uh, good Jokic. I don't know if it's lost in translation or what. That's a, that English, is a Slovenian prison insult. Yeah, English second language. <laughs> good job, Jokic. Um, but uh what a what a like how like how much worse off could you be than having the guy you, you traded away as part of this package? Ploy was Walker Kessler oh, plus all the picks. And then Kessler <laughs> looks so good. And, Incredible uh, has career highs in points and rebounds, and um, is and and costs nothing. Like he is, he will be, he will oh be yeah. late first contractually rounder, just, a just late free, free contract that's the for like perfect three years. Yeah, three right. Years. That's the perfect contract. You know, also, the late first round hit. Kyle Anderson has a triple double and wasted. Oh, it was rough. That could be my yeah. worst thing. Anyways, um, the opposite of our steak and eggs best thing is our cream of wheat worst thing. I'll do my worst thing first here. Um, it's not that they, the Timberwolves blew a Kyle Anderson triple-double. In the Lakers' last two games, they have challenged a call, lost the challenge, and yet gotten the call on the court to be reversed. <laughs> this is driving me insane. I feel like I'm losing my mind. Yeah, They've challenged foul calls. The foul calls were upheld, but in the first situation, uh, playing the Sixers, uh, a, a three-shot foul against James Harden was taken away. It was side out of bounds. That saved them three points, uh, but they've lost the challenge, lose their timeout. Um, I, I guess it's the semantics. I, I guess that you, you had to write the rules some way where you, you can't challenge continuations or whatever. Then playing the Rockets, the same thing. They, 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 they give Ant, uh, Alpern Shingoon. I almost called him Anton Shagur. Um, <laughs> Alfred he's, he's been pretty nice. He's been, yeah, he's been great. Um, they, 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 he gets continuation. The Lakers challenge the foul call, knowing that foul call is going to stand, but they're like, we have to eliminate continuation, and uh, they get they get it right. So both times, it's uh, the challenge is unsuccessful. However, uh, the basket is wiped away, and it saved them points. 
I guess it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. And I know continuation. I don't understand continuation anymore. It used to be. <laughs> it used to be. If as long as you didn't put the ball back down after the after the whistle blew, it's just a free roll. Do whatever you want. Like mm-hmm. ball goes in, and then they set, they started taking away. It's probably good. I mean, the start. I don't know the those upper shots motion, are always. Those shots are fun. always fun. Yeah. I mean, I guess if we want to if we want to do the research where it came from, it's because we decided Chris Paul shouldn't get three free right. throws when he get, picks up a foul under his own basket and then throws it full court. <laughs> you're like, all right, that can't be that can't be three all shots. Right, that's killing that's the game. The all right, and I and yeah. I agree. All right, so we so we took that out. <laughs> And then it became, all right, James Harden is bumping into everyone off a screen and throwing up a shot, getting free throws. Um, the fans are rioting. So I, 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 support, I, I honestly support the continuation changes they made. I just mm-hmm. um, I, I don't understand them all. And uh, these challenge rules, whew, it is, uh, it's confusing. <laughs> Anyways, what are, the, what are the worst things you guys have? Chuck, what's your worst thing? Man, uh, I know LeBron James just passed 38,000 points scoring. Uh, but he did it against the Rockets, so does it count? He did it know. all against the Rockets, yeah. Uh, no. um, <laughs> LeBron will be most likely passing Kareem this year on the all-time points list, maybe by next week because he's averaging 40 a game at this point. Uh, I'm just like, we're going to talk about him a lot, and it hurts me because I'm a Heat fan. Can I show you guys my – I finally embraced the pain of yeah. being – a yeah. Heat fan in an era where LeBron James is like, uh, you know, just shining. He gets all the love. Here's the back of my phone case. Oh, it's, Chuck still has a, a masked LeBron in a Heat jersey on his phone case. Do you remember LeBron when he broke his face and Cuck. then wore the, the hey 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 hey? Oh, first of all, rude. I'm getting in touch with my feelings. <laughs> I'm trying to understand this trauma, but every time I'm, uh, I, I feel like I've moved on. Somebody from ESPN writes a piece talking about they've gotten so bad where they talked about they wrote an article Two like professional sports writers wrote an article about the last time LeBron James scored less than 10 points. It was like 15 like games or something, right? It was some, yeah, some ridiculous like they they did a like an article about his last who cares game when Drew Gooden led the Cavaliers in scoring in 2007. Like I think. We've reached peak LeBron I, I thought, saturation. I thought I, I might have said like a way too high embarrassing number. It's 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 one thousand seventy something games. So it's very close okay. to that. Uh, You're only yeah. off by. 30%. I mean, it was sixteen years ago at this point. So yeah. like I don't know, which is like an interesting s- s- tweet. That's an interesting tweet. It's you know not, how hey, it's th- not it's not an oral history. It's not <laughs> t- Tim Bonteps and Dave whatever McMenamin shouldn't be spending their time on that. Well, those are that close do, boys. Do you know how that streak's going to end? John Goble. Uh, it's going to be John Goble throwing <laughs> throwing him out in the first half of some game. Some stupid some stupid John Goble call. Some, some ref. I've turned, into a, homer. I've been, I've turned into a homer anti-ref guy. All right, it's been nine years of fighting the good fight, trying to defend the referee's decisions. I've seen so many weird calls. Hey, I'm not even talking about. They're, hey, they are correctly uh, adjudicating the rules on these challenges. By rule, the challenge failed, but we have to change this. I'm not even upset about that. I'm upset about actual calls in the games that I think are bizarre. Um, John, what's your, what's your worst thing? I'm sorry, Chuck. I'm sorry, Chuck. You're going through this, by the way. That um, I mean, it's this just is like someone I, you I loved who's saying- moved on. I don't know and now, how to feel about you still having the Miami Heat 
uh, LeBron on your phone. I know it's sports is different. This is not the same as me getting email from my divorce friend and the email like like title of the email address had both he his name and his ex wife's name oh. on there like a joint email account. I'm like, bro, you got to change that. That's messed yeah. up. <laughs> Always worry about those uh, social media Shared. accounts where it's like the 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 Frazier family. <laughs> this was a gmail Christ. account and it wasn't even in the yeah. gmail but just like the the, the name the, the chosen name in the context i was like oh no oh, hanging no. on um it, it made me um, so upset i used the term bro yeah john what's uh <laughs> what's your worst so thing I, I um made a terrible grievous error i thought i would go check out the baskets nets, the nets sans kevin durant mm. yeah don't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe one of the most gruesome offenses to watch uh, in the league. Uh, as much as I used to love watching Kyrie Irving, I think everyone knows now that if you just switch everything, his powers are uh, his powers are muted. Uh, and I think that, I'm not without exaggeration. It makes me really appreciate what Kevin Durant was was doing because I think this is one of the most boring. And I don't want to take a dump on Jock. Vaughn because what he's done with the defense is amazing but offensively one of the most boring uh unwatchable teams in the league i yeah. I, I was I, you know and, th- and these were losing to two excellent teams the boston celtics are probably the best team in basketball and as we've gone over the thunder are unbeatable unless you make every single free throw now so <laughs> you know these are t- tough losses uh, uh and they d- did beat the heat by one i think the game before that but mm-hmm. the uh I just the offense was so hard to watch. They're going to be fine. They're going to get through this. They're going to get Katie back. Some combination of TJ Warren, Joe Harris, or Seth Curry will go off each game. It appears to keep them a a, a salvageable team. But just purely aesthetically, you don't want to watch this. It's a, a, a just a an awful immutable offense that I, I can't I can't recommend less. I don't I don't have this temptation to watch them without Kevin Durant, John. I, I just wanted know. to know, <laughs> man. Okay. I see, I, Kyrie's well, you like, gotta find out. One, yeah, yeah. He's one of my guys, even though he's such a, a piece, but uh I always enjoy watching him. And I thought we were gonna I was like, oh I'm about to see Kyrie go off. Yeah. But now I'm just gonna watch, you know, Ja and Garland if I need my my handle fix. Garland is so mm. good. Oh man. Ja versus Garland Wednesday night. Um the uh, the the Thunder like uh, sorry they're they're on my brain like yeah they they beat the Nets recently they are giddy up Josh Giddy's playing really really well I mean because of how these this Western Conference is stacked right now I mean they're they're a game and a half out of sixth that's nuts all these that's teams I, I mean I like I, I don't know what's gonna happen but like they're all so well you get you got was that six through six through thirteen two and a half games apart um. I love it. Um, here's a bet. Here's a futures bet for you, John. How much do you love your Sabonis? The 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 Kings, two and a half games up in their division, are plus three forty to win their division. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> plus three forty. The uh, the 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 Warriors are the most likely, uh, according to the Vegas betting odds, uh, to overtake them. But you obviously have the. Warriors and Suns and Clippers and Lakers, um, which is uh, pretty wild. I don't. Not many people have. That's very telling that they're in first and are plus three forty. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. a, that's a yeah. that's a what? Like you're getting two and a half games head start for the second yeah. half of the season, and you're getting those are 
pretty long odds. Yeah, doing the uh, not going to play the Rockets every week, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, those were our worst things. Before we get to the awards segment of the program, we have uh, let's go with one uh, listener submitted question: the croissant questionnaire. Any questions? Um, yes. Are you going to finish that croissant? Knock yourself out. Denver Drew asks, at roughly the halfway point of the season, is there a particular quote-unquote fun bad team you most want to win the lottery in order to draft Wimbanyana? Conversely, which toxic bad teams are you hoping don't win the lottery so Wimbanyana doesn't get stuck there? Interesting. It's a tough question. It's a tough question. So... Part of me feels like it's unfair if the Spurs get him. Yeah, but that's such a legacy, a legacy but, of just cheating to win. Yeah, um, that there's some sort of weird structural like law that the Spurs have to be competitive, even though they're the like smallest. I mean, it's been a while since the Spurs were that good. Yeah, and that's why they're I mean, relative while earned- as we're measuring the epochs yeah, or whatever. Right? Epochs, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think the like the most fun team would be Orlando, yeah, because they already kind of have multiple similar like. I don't want my ball ball getting pushed weirdo out by players. A better no, that's ball. They have a the bunch thing. of weirdo players. A bunch I, I of mean weirdo is a compliment. Like, they're like the young Avengers. Called yeah, weirdo. they're the young Avengers. There's all these like strange the skill sets that don't make sense. Um, I love making if you guys could see john's face when i said that it's tremendous um so yeah i don't want the hornets to get him um for me that just seems like i don't know like like i think it would it would suck i think him and mellow would be amazing tanking if the hornets get him i feel like i mean the hornets are trash I think, well, I mean, I think th- to me, the the Hornets and the Raptors are the two teams that are being most Spursy about this. Yeah. Um, well, so right. I don't know if we want them rewarded. The only team, I'll pick one from the East and one from the West. Washington, I would not like that for him. Oh, yeah. That would just be. And, and Houston, I would not like that for him. Mm-hmm. So just for him as a player, I think that would be is, unkind. I think when I when I hear the question, I think everyone's probably initial reaction is the toxic situation feels like the Rockets. The Rockets are a disaster. And right. Jalen Green is not doing stuff this year that you want um, on the court. There's always been weird questions about like how effective, how good is like Kevin Porter Jr. actually. Cup of soup. There's all that stuff. But then I'm like, I don't know. Culture is just winning. And like, right. if you get better we players and if they have a better, like they're doing the job right now, they're in pole position. For the tank, right? Um, were were we like calling Houston a a toxic place when James Harden was winning fifty plus games a year with them? Well, you mean when, uh, Tillman for, when Tillman Fertitta was there? Uh, yes, <laughs> yeah, I think since Tillman Fertitta's been there, yes, we have. Yeah, no, um, have we? Okay, yeah. No, so. I mean, there's good people that work with the Rockets, and like yeah. once you get good players, and like Shingun is blowing up this year, and the idea of Wimby and Shingun, you're like, oh, that would be wild. Um, like mm-hmm. that, that, that seems pretty cool. I also think the wizards, yeah, they have two decades of not being great, but on like, I don't know who they're going to keep this year. Like, like Kuzma's probably gone uh free agent, but like 
Brad Beal, Porzingis, and Wimbanyama? I don't. I got no problem with that. That, that seems all right. I don't yeah. know. Feels so, wrong. So much of my opinion on teams loser players is just married to th- there's like cities and histories and like I, say I, Pistons, say it, say Pistons. Do you well, want like, I don't Pistons? think the Pistons have a great amazing winning culture or or in, no, anything. No, they don't. They no, just they have a kind of seemed cool, fun player before they shut Kate down. Yeah, I mean bit. Kate had the the calf thing or whatever. Like, yeah, I mean if mm-hmm. Kate and Jaden they're good and I like. I guess that's probably it. I mean, <laughs> at this point, Sadiq Bay and Isaiah Stewart are what they are. Um, Jalen Duran has, has had moments. I mean, like, it's weird because there's there's four truly heinously bad teams. Um, the Rockets, the Pistons, the Spurs, and the Hornets. I like it most probably for the Spurs, despite their yeah. long history of success. I feel like they've just got, they've got solid guys. They're not, they are tanking, but they're not like, being gross about it they're being tasteful about it in my mind which maybe it's not true <laughs> here's a question if let's say the spurs do get web and yama yeah how long does popovich stay coaching just to coach him i don't know man he, i feel like he right i don't Probably know what he's like this in his heart does web and yama in san antonio give us more angry man old man pop popovich I mean, I mean, he is a he is a young and sprightly eighty three years old. <laughs> Can we watch a man coach into his nineties? He's going for Hubie Brown's um, record of most games you watch, where you wonder, is that man live? <laughs> is he going to have a stroke? Is the is the I'm, I'm looking at the tankathon now because like beyond those like truly heinous teams, like you have those four that are worst, and then Orlando is basically. They're friskier. They're they're more fun. Right. Um. Then you have that morass we've been talking about forever, where it's like just like twenty teams, like the next twenty teams from Washington and the Bulls and Toronto and the Lakers all the way up to like, I'm sorry, the Kings. Like the Kings are better than those teams, <laughs> but not by like head and shoulders. Not it by like be, a, it wouldn't be shocking. Um. You the know, King, the Kings are four games out of uh, like thirteenth place. Well, baby, I'm saying yeah. twenty so teams crazy. right now yeah. are a five game losing streak from being fifth in the lottery. Right, and right. um, any one of those teams, but I'm looking at this and I'm like, man, what if so and so got like, like Toronto? Toronto's not far away. No. Toronto's four games under 500. If they got Wimby, oh my gosh, like that, yeah. that's the one I'm rooting against because that's the one that will feel most. It doesn't feel David fair. Robinson era Spurs yeah, to yeah. me. Yeah, and I'm looking at these. Um, also, I mean, is this is this Bulls pick going to the Magic unprotected? Like the the Bulls are in the lottery, is that still going to be more painful? Vucevic trade stuff. I know Vucevic <laughs> matched his career high a, a couple of days ago, um, and led the truly hilarious to, to the, led to the truly hilarious Steve Kerr quote was like trying to stop Vucevic takes a whole team effort. Um, <laughs> like, really, that killed me. Um, it's a great question. anymore. Uh, I think my official thing. I don't know. I'm just broken, and I, I I like being punished by the same master over and over and over. And I'll pick Spurs. Just get back to the Spurs. Like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm used to them having uh, stuff. I do. I mean, I like the Raptors. I have a I, like. I enjoy cheering for the Raptors. So, despite the fact that fear that feeling like it's cheating, um, that seems pretty cool. I don't enjoy the Rockets, so I hope that doesn't happen. Um, honestly, here's a weird thing, and here's here's how far I I feel like I've grown as a person. I think I'd be comfortable with the Thunder getting them now. I don't. I feel like they have. 
They have been You're above. You're disgusting. Bo- they have been yeah. above. Boarding You're up the disgusting. season. They're playing basketball. You've Can been we ro- be, you've, you've been if they, Listen, I will yeah. revoke it. If Josh Giddy gets plantar fasciitis, nope. nope. Are we are we certain that Chet Holmgren's injury was legit? If, Can if we they, even like if they if they do this for years and years and then don't do it for Wimbenyana, throw them in the throw the whole. You can't say years and years. Crash. It's only been two years. I mean, this is the third year like, and year. Year and year, yeah. Year the fact that the, the the fact that they're flirting with year the play-in and, and they're uh, they're right at five hundred. I mean, if they pull the plug, they do something fishy. Okay, right. I'm gonna stop cheering for them. But I feel like this is now like, all right, they played honestly, man. They they, they went about it the right way. No one else is doing anything any uh, more honorable. Um, what about what about Portland? What if like Dame gets hurt again? Like for the John whole told me Portland was the good. They might they might uh, you know that they're, if, they're, if, if they could talk Dame into shutting down again, they could get there. I mean, I mean, I, mean, I guess they can. I guess the East is messing this up for the yeah. The East in the having so many bad pl- teams. The, the well, entire lottery is going to be the East. Well, we know with the flattened odds, if you're the top ten, you got a you got a good shot. You got it. I mean, Pelicans and Grizzlies got Zion and, and Ja, but basically being mm-hmm. they were eighth and ninth or ninth and tenth. Eighth and ninth, yeah. And it's like basically you have a you have a solid shot um, at getting up into the top two, and so that's where it's wild. Where again, any. Any twisted ankle, any sore groin of, I mean, doesn't work for uh, Gobert and the Timberwolves because they owe their pick to the Jazz. Um, there are so many. I mean, there's uh, hilarious. There are so many teams that could give away their top four pick this year. Right. The, and there's hilarious situations. The Bulls, the Lakers, the Lakers and the Bulls. Uh, looks like the Timberwolves. I don't think that Bulls pick is top is protected. Maybe it is, and I'm wrong. Maybe. Oh, good. That, that Bulls pick is top four protected. Woo. I was nervous. Anyway, so that was a great question. Uh, thanks for the question. If you want your own question answered on air or part of our one of our one of our bonus Zoom brunch hangouts, you have to be a Patreon supporter. Join us at patreon.com slash breakfast. You also join the Slack chat uh, and talk about basketball and movies and fatherhood and whatever else you want around the clock. There are so many ch- there's so many channels I didn't even know existed. In that Slack. Right. You just said a bunch of channels that I don't think I'm in. There's a Bill Simmons channel, and I didn't even know that. Um, oh, Bill in his bag. That's a yeah, very that, good channel. I know about that channel. I should be in that one because I still listen. But um, It's filled with uh, Bill doing uh, Prince Harry impersonations currently. Oh, man. I heard, I heard those. <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. The the unearned confidence of doing that British accent. On so a, $200 million yeah. will get you, baby. Yeah. Amazing. Um, anyways, uh, if you want to support the show, <laughs> get involved with all that extra stuff, do it at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. All right, it's now time for the awards segment of the program. Looking forward to this one. The International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award. It's given each week to the worst performance in a box score. We have a lot of honorable mentions to read before we get to the nominees. Honorable mention... Jalen Williams, the good one, was over nine. Jose Alvarado, Dwayne Washington, Malik Beasley, they were all three for 14. DeJounte Murray, four for 16. Zach Levine, five for 19. Jason Tatum, seven for 22. Shout out Jason Tatum, scoring 51 on Monday. That was amazing. Our three nominees, as they occurred chronologically through the last week. We have Tyrese Halliburton fill in number one, Andrew Nimhard. Old plug-and-play Andrew Nimhard um, in a loss to the Hawks, not so much. Two for <laughs> 16. Two Oof. for 16. 6.6 rebounds, five assists, one steal, one block, one turnover, one personal foul. Um, fellow pacer Aaron Neesmith in a game against our Memphis Grizzlies. 
That's two for 13. Six points, seven rebounds, one assist, one steal, two turnovers, two personal fouls. And then Kyle Kuzma. Who's? On MLK Day against the Wizards, he made a half-court shot, unfortunately. Against the Wizards? Oh, uh, against the Warriors. Wizards, Warriors, whatever. Um, Against <laughs> the Warriors, made a half-court shot, but was still five for 20 from the field overall. Uh, 16 points, 11 rebounds, five assists, one steal, six turnovers, two personal fouls. So... We got Nimhard, two for 16, 6.6 boards. Neesmith, two for 13, 6.7 boards. Kuzma, five for 20, 16 points, 11 boards, six turnovers. We can throw Neesmith right out. Who cares? Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, I've been salivating over this Nimhard one, so I yeah. kind of have, to, I have to vote. I, um, yeah, it's Nimhard for me. I mean, two two for 16. Oh, that's spectacular. I mean, while it is awful, I think the spirit of the name I shop, the Stackhausian oh, line. To this. You make a good point. You make a good point. It's Stackhausian to take 20 shots and score 16 points. Okay. When you have when you play alongside an earnest, flawless, plays the right way, never misses a shot in the first half of Titan like TJ McConnell, doesn't <laughs> that make your shots more deleterious when you take them away from him? I don't know. Okay. Man. That's a, that's a bit it's of a stretch. A, was that the Larry Hughes correlate? I think that's what you're... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, Kuzma 5 for 20, but it's not like a... Uh, it's not that spectacular of a volume. It is volume, but also... It's volume, but it ain't high-high. Also, you're right. yeah, a double-double, five assists. A double-double! To, to, to offset the six turnovers. I, uh, I'm, I'm definitely Nimhard. It's two out of three, Chuck. You can go I the way you want. I think two out of three is good. I just right, wanted to Kuzma? make sure right, that's Kuz. Good. Yeah. Um, also, I called Kuzma an all-star last week. I loved it. So, uh, you know, I have to make did we, up for that somehow. Porzingis. Porzingis has Kuz, great numbers. Kuzdos to you. Kuzdos to you. Kuzdos to um, me. Congratulations, Andrew Nimhard, on your first career International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award. Par fadeaway, gentlemen. What things are we looking forward to you in know the, the coming one. week? It's that watch party. Big watch party Friday night. Big one, the biggest. Nine p.m. Plane tickets is cheap, y'all. Come out, come out. I'm uh, I'm excited to watch some uh, basketball with Joe Yoder, who's going to be in town. Shout out, Shout out. long time Patreon supporter, long time supporter, OG Yoder, OG Breakfast Head Joe Yoder. Um, I'm excited to see some. Trent's coming out. We're going to have Mike. We're going to have all these folks who I see digitally on the internet. Um, I'm sure there are other people going to be there. You guys um, will get to see my concerned face as you approach me. Yeah, yeah. Burr is an agoraphobe, <laughs> so when he's in public... <laughs> Don't He's take anything that is it's, it's not. And look, and look, come up to us if we, you know, if we look at you like we aren't best friends, that's okay because we haven't met before. So, like, let's just, just give ease me a into just give me a minute to like make sure you're not weird, and then we'll go from there. I'm also looking My, forward to. Oh, go ahead. Chuck. What, what go ahead, you Chuck. got? No, I'm looking forward to solving this uh, five by five Rubik's cube this week. I'm going to put all oh, the effort I have in my back. life. I'm a, I, I've mastered the the four by four. That's kind of easy at this point. I can get one fi finished in under two minutes. This is the, my next mountain. And hopefully in the next week I can figure it out. So that's my hard thing I'm doing this week. 
Uh, I'm looking forward to the uh, the Clippers leaning fully into the Terrence Mann experience. I love uh, I love the Terrence Mann as the starter for the Clippers. Who among <laughs> us didn't pick up Terrence um, Mann fantasy? They, uh, you know, they 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 finally moved on from Reggie Jackson, and then yeah. unfortunately, right when they move on move on from Reggie Jackson, uh, John Wall goes down. So Reggie Jackson, he's back in. Um, Has to. But uh, I, I think them. Uh, the Clippers are interesting and spectacularly, uh, confusingly, just haven't been good yeah. Uh, yeah. recently. And they look, I don't want to say this offensively, they look dead. They don't look <laughs> like they're alive when they play basketball. What, they if, they, what so if they slowly? What if they sneak into the Web and Yama uh, world? What if that happens? And you get that, Kawhi. And give, that, and give that pick to the Thunder? Oh, is that? Oh, good. I'm pretty sure it's a swap option. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. so much going on. The the Clippers don't have their things, which is why apparently uh, they're gonna. I uh, love Chuck's doing this, so I want Chuck to study all the draft picks and draft hell pick no. swaps. That sounds then you terrible. Will, then you'll get into all these scenarios because I just like you just throwing out teams. Like, what if the Celtics? Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what if the Celtics trade? What if they trade Jason Tatum for a shot at Webb and Yama? Man. Um, no, but the Clippers also apparently maybe one of the things they're going to do to invigorate the, nugget, the their team. Shut down Jokic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what if they stop playing Aaron Gordon? Um, no, the, the apparently the Clippers to invigorate their team are going to get an infusion of youth by maybe trading for Mike Conley. They're going to hey, try, try to get. <laughs> he might be the fastest player on the team. God, yeah, I was going to say the team speed. Whoosh. He might be the fastest player on the team. No, I want to go uh, the other way. I still want the Grizzlies to trade for uh, Kawhi. I think Kawhi'd be the perfect role player. Um, damn. To put the Grizzlies over the top. No, uh, I'm a lot of picks. To that. Anyways, uh, if you want to support our show, do that at patreon.com slash fast break breakfast. Uh, Keep your eyes open for, I believe we're doing our power hour again this Thursday over in our playback room for the weird afternoon game in Paris that I had no idea was occurring. Why Let's do the do Bulls it. only play one game this week? Said fantasy basketball, Keith, uh, the Bulls Pistons game. We're going to do power hour. I think John and I will do that. Uh, work day. The Genesis quad turns out it's just Killian Hayes minutes. It's just yeah. Killian Hayes as a starter. Uh, that'll be 2 PM central. Join our playback room. Grizz Nation, uh, grab the Grizzlies fan favorite Crunchwrap Supreme combo and score free tacos. Yeah, when you purchase this combo at your local Taco Bell restaurants through January 24th, you'll receive a key tag good for a free beef crunchy or soft taco on future visits. I'm pretty sure this is only in the Memphis area. I apologize to everyone listening except for the 10 of you in the Memphis area. Uh, So maximize those free tacos and visit Taco Bell today to get your Grizzlies fan favorite Crunchwrap Supreme combo. I just wanted to say that just to get Chuck's reaction when I said Crunchwrap Supreme This is is the collabo I've been waiting for. Crunchwrap Supreme is the um, the the number one Taco Bell item that gets like uh, re uh, deconstructed by gastro pubs. I've noticed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. We have our own Crunch Rep Supreme. It's uh, filled with foie gras and the crunch is actually. <laughs> the way, I the, went uh, to a fancy restaurant in Nashville and they served me uh, a little a little pastry thing that was a hot pocket. I'm like, man, this thing came out of nah. hot pocket. Amazing. <laughs> I love hot pockets. Uh, anyway, uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, John Master John Bird Chuck the Mighty Chuck. Follow fast. Break, break. You guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah.
Yeah, never apologize for being GNG. Fan break, break, man. You understand? Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in, these deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.